0: Hi, humans. Welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. My name is Lauren.
1: And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversations about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking.
0: We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our faith.
1: We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, onto the episode. So
2: I had a dream last night that I was... Would- driving over an overpass like I was on an overpass Mm -hmm. and the church was actually underneath the overpass in real life it's not besides the point yeah um I turned wrong onto the overpass and there was a hole in it and I drove through the hole and fell directly into the church building and in my dream the church was in like disrepair it was like falling apart kind of thing um my car I'm driving it falls into the church and I'm, I'm at the ground of the church, and I hear the church collapsing on top of me. What? And I call 911, and I, I tell them what happened. And I was able to get out of my car, and I'm in the basement of this church. And I look in front of my car, and there's doors leading to the outside. And I'm able to get out of the building and walk outside, like unharmed.
1: That is wild.
2: That is really strange.
1: Have you have you looked up any, like, dream meanings or anything like that around oh, it? Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I, you know, and I'm really big on dream interpretation. Yeah, um, right. But I feel like this one is actually pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> <You
0: know>? Right. <laughs> it's
2: like, you know, I, I fall into the church and, you know, I'm around this destruction and then I come out unscathed. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel okay. like that's relatively explanatory. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey guys welcome back to the podcast today we have our friend lintu holman on with us and we're super excited to have her um she's not only a great friend of ours but she's also super duper rad she's an award-winning beauty and makeup special effects artist and makeup instructor she's also a creative director and engineer she's total badass um and lintu has also been involved and been a member of TST, which is the Satanic Temple, and she believes in God. So we decided who better than Lintu Holman to talk about the Satanic Temple with. So welcome, Lintu, to the podcast.
2: Hey, everybody. So I
0: love that
2: introduction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all these things encompass
1: everybody's brains are exploding, and they're all so curious. I mean,
2: I- I'm I'm expecting people to follow me, to unfollow me, to <laughs> send some messages, to be like I am praying for you, yeah. or, you know, like <laughs> all of the all of the reactions, all of the reactions. So one of the things that I want to like say, like first and foremost, is um, that I'm not speaking on behalf mm-hmm. of the Satanic Temple, yes. um, and that anything that I speak of is either fact based that you can find via Google. Um, or opinion-based with my experiences being involved in it as well. Um, Great disclaimer. Yeah. And I I wanted to make sure to, with with a subject that is as sensitive as this, and um, I would say almost triggering as this, Mm -hmm. um, that I wanted to make sure to approach it from um, a a fact-based perspective and not from an emotional perspective either, because People don't tend to respond well to emotions when it comes to something as sensitive as this, for sure. sure.
0: Right. Well, and you know, I think a lot of people just don't know much about TST, like at all. Like, oh yeah, people Mm -hmm. are too scared to look into it. I mean, anything
1: anybody knows is just complete fear mongering around it. Yeah. Right. Whether it's from religious institutions or not, I think there's just a lot of fear around the vernacular that's used in the space.
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, I made the post on Facebook asking people's opinion on if you can have a relationship with God mm-hmm. and also be a member of TST. Right. Um, and it was purely like a social experiment um, to try and see not just what people thought of TST, because I have people on both sides of my, you know, my friend group where it's um, people who are extremely religious, people who are atheists, people who are in TST, yeah. Um. And I wanted to see not just their opinion on both sides, but also how educated they were on the subject. Yeah. Right. Um, and it turned out exactly as I planned it to and I, I, how I expected it to, where it was like most people didn't even know what TST was, what the satanic temple is, what they're about. They just yeah. see the word Satan and they're like, oh, devil worshiper.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah. like, no.
2: <laughs> so you don't worship the
1: devil? Right. <laughs> People's responses were so visceral. Like yeah. it wasn't even it wasn't even that they weren't educated. It was just like you were approaching a, a a question like super I mean with ambiguity on your end. Like people didn't really know what your association with it was at all. Right. And they came at it with just such emotional responses mm-hmm. and 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 assumptions. Right. Which I think is interesting that even even the idea that you're willing to hold a conversation about it Forms assumptions in their minds.
2: Right. And the interesting thing is, too, is I actually got a lot of personal messages and a lot of people replying to my post trying to explain what TST is to me. Um, yeah. And the reason being is I'm actually not very public about my involvement in the Satanic Temple because yeah. of multiple different reasons. But one of them is because I'm so involved in the film industry. And a lot of people think that the film industry is full of, you know, it's very liberal Mm. and all this kind of stuff. And it's not. It's actually very conservative, um, controlled by, you know, a lot of right wing Christian people. Um, And so I don't want that to hinder my job and me getting gigs by any means. So, you know, I'm a little bit more reserved. I'm very open about my views that coincide with TST views as well. But I just don't outwardly come out and say, hey, I am a member of the Satanic Temple for those reasons. Um, Right. But it was very interesting having people message me being like, you know, I'm really interested in this or, um, you know, I've always felt like this resonated with my views, but I'm scared to join because of X, Y, Z reasons. A lot of them being, you know, I was raised Christian or I was raised to this or I still believe in God, but I believe in their views. Like, Mm. what should I do? And in my opinion, of course, it's like, you know, you do, you do whatever you feel comfortable with and heck everybody else. But it's, (laughs) it's also about really standing up for what you believe in and what you believe is right. And your activism and things like that. That's what the TST is about. And I say the TST kind of I hate when I do that because it's the the kind of like yeah. ATM machine is like ATM it's machine, you know, like <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, it's fine. but
2: I it's a habit that I, I've always needed to break, and people make fun of me all the time for it on social media whenever I say it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> we'll probably say it too. It's fine.
2: Yeah, it's a habit, but yeah. So uh, you know, the social experiment went exactly as I thought it would, and it proves that most people are just. Um, mostly uneducated about the subject, which is not a negative thing. I'm not saying people are uneducated, but it's, it's a lack of knowledge that leads to things like fear mongering or witch hunts or satanic panic. Um, you know, those kind of things as well. For those who
0: have literally, maybe people have never heard of TST, the satanic
2: temple. (laughs)
0: Can you tell us what it is?
2: Yeah, so um, I'll go a little bit uh, Wikipedia for you and then also give my opinion on it uh, because the TST is is one of those things that can also be under interpretation for the people who are members as well. But um, it's technically a non-theistic religious group that's based in the United States. Um, It is recognized as a church uh, for the purposes of tax exemption, Um, but we do not worship Satan. Um, (laughs) Technically, most of the members are atheists. (laughs) So... Yeah. So it's, um, there's no, um, worship of Satan. There's no dissing of God necessarily. There, there's none of that. Um, it was originally kind of more utilized as satire, um, Mm -hmm. kind of as a activism, um, social justice movement, advocacy group, protest group, um, for the separation of church and state and to enforce those values, um, Especially with our government locally and statewide. Yeah. Um, it's mostly a group that also participates in like public affairs that have like manifested in several public political actions, um, like lobbying. Um, uh, one of the the biggest things that you know they've done is, um, protesting for women's rights, bodily autonomy. Um, I mean, just just so much. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that is just like we show up for our black mass and our robes and we <laughs> chant <"Ir laughs> Satan and, and, and you know, all this kind of stuff, you know, some, some people may do that, but the majority of us are, are in it for the activism, the community, um, and really implementing, uh, what this country was founded upon, which was, you know, in our constitution, a separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It, it almost religious forms, freedom it, in the way mm-hmm. that it like surround it surrounds religion, but it's, but it's more of, more of a social and lifestyle practice. It almost feels closer to Buddhism than an actual religion.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, because we don't we don't worship a deity or anything like that. I mean, it it is technically it is a religion in the form of tax exempt purposes, yeah. um, which is comical because, <laughs> um, and not not trying to speak on behalf of TST, but it is mostly behalf on them. Um, we're kind of against like. uh, church is not being taxed. Like churches should be taxed, especially in my opinion, they should be, um, because that creates things like mega churches or whatever. Um, but other than that, we are tax exempt, which makes us, you know, on there. And then we do also have tenants as well, which, Mm -hmm. um, most people will actually say are morally superior to the 10 commandments and not trying to step out of line by saying that myself, but, um, most people will read them and they're like, oh, this doesn't sound evil. This this sounds good. Like, oh, what yeah. is so wrong? With you? you know? So yeah. um, we have those. So it, it's kind of like the structural setting of being a religion without the worship of a deity, essentially.
0: Yeah. It kind of like the, the image that popped into my head was like, you know, the the image of like the two man spider Spider-Men.
2: And they're other. pointing the fingers at each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's
0: kind of like what I... This the image that popped into my head, being like, "Hey, look, we'll put on your like costume and make you like look at where like look
2: at and, like hold a mirror up yeah, to it." Yeah, basically. yeah. right. Yeah. It's it's mostly used, and and this is actually personally something that I've always kind of battled with um, as far as being a member is the Satanic Temple kind of started as being kind of like almost like a bunch of trolls and edge lords, like right. it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, honestly, that's like what it was. It originally started in 2013 at a protest. Um, Rick Scott was uh, in Florida and he was allowing prayer in school, like prayer led uh, assembly meetings and stuff in public school. And the satanic was temple was like, all right, this is awesome. This means that all these kids can pray to Satan too. Awesome. Like if you're going to allow one thing, you need to allow the whole thing is essentially what we were saying. Right? It's not, nobody is rooting for evil. You know, like it would be stupid. You you don't root for evil. You don't want bad things to happen to you. And that's not what TST is about. It's more so we want that equality for everyone because the United States was not, we were not founded on christianity we are not a christian nation technically right um and to say hey you know you can you can pray to your christian god in school but nothing else is a violation of that it's a violation of our first amendment right yeah totally and you know since you don't worship satan what what mm-hmm.
0: does satan mean to the satanic temple like what who is satan why why satan
2: So Satan is kind of, it's, 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 it's not really that it's even complicated. It's more so trying to find the right wording for it, but it's, it's mostly used, um, kind of as the, the opposition figure. So, you know, Satan went against God and, um, you know, was cast into hell and all this kind of stuff. The Christian God, right? The Christian God. yeah, yeah. Right. So TST uses Satan as a metaphorical figure for the ultimate tyrant. Right. Um for going against everything, going against the norm or what they say is right, it's more of a figurehead. Yeah. Um it's definitely not a Because there's no
0: deity, so it's not like they're actually wor- there's no worshipping Satan because they don't believe in Satan.
2: Right. Yeah, and it's it's not even something that was like a random act they were like oh i guess we'll just go call it the satanic temple like it yeah. was intentional because it goes against everything that christianity stands for and not in a sense of saying christianity is wrong or you should be a christian but it's against the people who are imposing these christian values onto our country when like i said our country is not a christian nation right so what better move than to take every to take the the one thing that christians hate and fear and use it as our figurehead and as like what we represent because we are going against them saying, you know, prayer in school is okay as long as it's Christian or abortion is wrong because God says it's wrong and you'll burn in hell. Like we are going against those, those things and forming our own stance of what is right and what is wrong. Right. Um, The uh, TST has also gone more in the direction of using Baphomet as their, um, Mm. their like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not logo, but like, yeah, um, their imagery. They're they're basing um, a lot of it on Baphomet.
1: Their iconography?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that word. (laughs) Um, But they've been going more so into that direction. um, Most importantly, because it also symbolizes duality. Um, Mm. You know, it's half human, half animal, half male, half female. It's good and it's evil. Um, and it actually stands for like as above, so below, which you can hear in a lot of like pagan and witchcraft religions will also say those things. Yeah, um, But it also stems from on heaven as it is in earth. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So that it's, it's a duality of man. Um, but, it, you know, whenever you see a half goat, half man figure, you're automatically like, that looks evil. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I mean, because it's like an immediate association with paganism.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So people will see that. And and it's it's still intentional. You know, right. that's why the satanic temple is called that. They, they're not going to be called the, I don't know, anti-Christian, <laughs> but for moral values, yeah. we have like, you know, <laughs> there, there's no other thing to call it. So that's why it is called that. Right. right
1: I think so. Uh, I mean, a lot of this stuff that we've kind of chatted about and, and the activism that I've seen through TST, it almost... <laughs> It almost requires you to offend first to get people to listen, especially in a lot of yes. these different spaces. And so I think just just soci- sociologically, it it makes sense to, to almost cause an affront at the beginning of the conversation because the point is the conversation isn't going anywhere because nobody's willing to open up a conversation that people are immediately uncomfortable with.
2: Or hold up that mirror. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing is going to get solved and get accomplished if you just say, "Hey, I don't like this." Right, like you right. have to you have to create that shitstorm or else people are not going to pay attention to you. You have to cause an uprising. That's why things like protests only work with numbers. You cannot have a two-person protest. Right. Well, and you also know?
1: like with the with the it, it was TST that had the the 10 commandments and Baphomet statue um thing, <laughs> right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, it originally started in Oklahoma. Um, and what happened was, is there was a 10 commandments, um, monument that was on government property. Uh, and basically TST said, if they, you know, want to have that up, it's totally fine. But we want to have our Baphomet statue up there as well to symbolize religious duality because there is a thing called separation of church and state. Um, and it turned into this huge whirlwind because Christians were like, no, we don't want your evil demon creature yeah. on our government property. And um, Satanists were like, well, we don't want your Ten Commandments, you know, because if you're going to have the Ten Commandments, you need to have, you know, things for Muslim religions or Jewish religions or Buddhists right. or anything else up there as well to symbolize religious freedom. Um, you know, and, and eventually there it went to court about it and all kinds of things happened. And then in 2015, they ruled that. Religious displays are now illegal in in Oklahoma at the state capitol. so you can't have anything. That's so and
1: interesting. If
2: you if I can't have that, just mine and nothing at all, that that but that was our point. That was the whole point. Is yeah. we are not a Christian nation. We are a religious re, based on religious freedom nation. We, right. That is our country, and we don't want the Ten Commandments up there, not because we're against the Ten Commandments or against Christianity or against Christians. That's not the point. You can right. believe in flying bald monkeys for all I care. I don't care. As long as you're not imposing your views on me and our laws and regulations and things like that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You cannot impose your religious beliefs on another person in order for them to facilitate their life because that just turned into a Christian version of Sharia law, which everybody is against here already, right? Yep. Right. You hear Christians all the time being like, not in my country. I'm not going to have no Sharia law here. Well, guess what? (laughs) When you impose your Christian beliefs into our rules and regulations, you are doing the same thing with just another religion. That's all it
0: is. Yeah, totally. And I I found online, so I was like, there's a couple like quotes and stuff that I actually have written down. And one of the things Mm -hmm. – under it was like do we promote evil no uh, we acknowledge blasphemy is a legitimate expression of personal independence from counterproductive traditional norms which is basically everything that we were just saying which i i feel like it like summed it up super well
2: yes um it's actually kind of funny too because that's the fourth tenet Um, The freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego your own. That is a tenet in one of the seven tenets. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love the
0: tenets, by the way. I, like, read through them and um, they're – they make so much sense to me. There's seven of them. I was like, Adam, there's like six or seven. Blah blah blah. We're talking. He's like, it makes sense. It would make sense that there were six, but there were seven, which I thought was interesting to pick that number. Seven's a lucky number. <laughs> it's, a lucky number. it's a holy number. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. Anyway, I just I, I really like the tenants. Also, the tenants are very. Um, I th- one of them, and you might have it in front of you. I don't have it in front in front of mm-hmm. me, but it was basically like we are you know, flawed human beings, sometimes we make mistakes. And if we make a mistake, then we do our best to eradicate like any harm that we could have done and we own up to, you know, our stuff. And so I, I like that because it's definitely not something I ever grew up with. Obviously that kind Mm -hmm. of, that's not, that is not common (laughs) in Mm. the Christian religion to own up to Well, and especially
1: activism to repair any damage that you may have done. That to right. me yeah. s- says that they hold everything l- so loosely.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely know what, what you mean by that because it, it allows for error because we're human and yeah. we, we are human. I mean, and this comes from the non-TST side of me, but I believe personally that God created us with free will. Yeah. Um, and, and we have the ability to do whatever we want, believe whatever we want. I don't believe in a fire and brimstone kind of God. Um, that says, you know, if you don't believe in me, you're going to hell because there's proof around the world that there are re- religions specifically that predate Christianity. So you can't tell me that Christianity is the one and only religion when so much other things predate that. Mm. Right. But even going back to the sixth tenet, which is people are fallible. We make a mistake. We should do our best to rectify it yeah. and resolve any yeah. harm that may have been caused. Great tenet. Um, to touch on that a little bit, and I don't mean to go off on a tangent on this, but this is, is mm-hmm. something that's actually still ongoing. Go for it. Um, so the, the Ten Commandment uh, monument, originally our case started in Oklahoma. Um, after that was was done and rectified, um, the city of Phoenix, um, or I'm sorry, that was uh, Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas had a 10 commandments monument, uh, erected as well. Yeah. And we basically did the same thing where it was like, Hey, if you want to have this cool, but we want to have our bath met up here as well. Right. Yeah. Um, and the argument that, um, I can't remember his first name. His last name is Ray Burr, I believe. Um, he basically said, you know, our, uh, we live in a Christian country and our constitution and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Our Constitution has no reference to the Ten, ten Commandments. Actually, mm. it's quite the opposite. The Constitution references keeping religion out of the state right. and freedom of religion in our First Amendment, right? Yeah. Um, so they, they did this huge thing, and he's trying to argue it or whatever, and they took it to court, all kinds of ongoing legal battles with it. But what happened was the Ten Commandments monument was erected. Literally that same night, a guy who supported the beliefs of TST, but was actually a Christian. He wasn't even a Satanist or a member of TST. Yeah. He just didn't want the Ten Commandments at the um, state capitol. Yeah. He drove his car into it. Oh, right. And, I
0: think I remember that.
2: And, and destroyed it, I right? hearing about it. Yeah. And, and Lucian, who is the, the founder of the TST, his name's Lucian Greaves. Um, he was even like, oh, no, like, this isn't what we wanted. It was like we didn't want somebody to destroy this. That's not the purpose behind this. Like don't make us look bad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it on one side, yes, it does make TST look bad, but also on the other side that you have to think about too is it it goes against our purpose. That our purpose right. wasn't to not just have anything there. Right. We wanted to go about it the right way equality, to ensure equality. That. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it that's practicing the sixth tenant right there, being like, oh no, this was a mistake. Like, yeah, you know, this wasn't a part of us, but we will still take responsibility for it kind of thing. Um, and at the end of the day, it, it the, that whole thing, I mean, I could go off on a tangent on that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the thing about the, um, the 10 commandments that a lot of people don't know, and this is a big point for me to try and make, um, is so in, in the 1950s, um, started kind of like an evangelical lobby because we were at war with the communists and everything at that time. So people held really closely to God. Um, that was when under God was added to the pledge of allegiance and in Mm -hmm. God, we trust was added to our money was the 1950s. That was not hundreds of years ago. It was not in the beginning of the printing press. It was 1950. That was after my grandparents were born. It is not that long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, not long after that, um, A movie came out called The Ten Commandments by Cecil DeMills, I believe is his name, Mm. um, through Paramount Pictures. And what they did was they designed, you know, when you see the imagery of the Ten Commandments on state capitol and things like that, they were actually the ones who designed that imagery. And they went and they donated these monuments to different state capitals. Wait. Paramount Pictures. who, Who did? Who Paramount pictures and the ten the ten commandments like the movie were company. connected. The movie company donated these monuments to different state capitals. Yeah. What? So so this was this was not some independent, <laughs> like I believe in God and I want to represent this here in my state. This was a promotion that they were doing in order to distribute these monuments and get more publicity for the movie and it ended up staying up at several different locations this is factual information you can google it classic paramount pictures (laughs) yeah Yeah. paramount pictures on 10 commands movie if you look up it i think i don't think it was the 1950s it was was later on yeah um you can look up the movie and those monuments were designed to replicate what moses brought down in the movie
0: oh my gosh wow yes so
2: that that's why we see that design everywhere and it's It's so crazy to me when I heard that because I was like, oh, this, this transcends a religious belief. This was a money-making ploy. Right. Yeah. Well, as are a lot.
1: Not to say money-making ploys transcend, uh, religion by any means. (laughs) Christianity.
2: For sure. Oh my gosh. That's wild. Yeah. And, and something to, to kind of further into that too, when the monument was destroyed in Arkansas, um, a little film company. I don't know if you ever heard of them called pure flicks. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) They donated $25,000 to replace that statue in Arkansas. Um, And and they were the ones who were able to rebuild it. Uh, And if your audience is not familiar with pure uh, Mm flicks, they were the ones who did God's not dead too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um. (laughs) And and yeah. we have a little story about God's Not Dead, too. So there is a movie that's the documentary about TST called Hail Satan, question mark. Um, and regardless of your religious beliefs, I think everybody should watch it. It's an amazing documentary. It's very factual information. And it's hilarious because mm-hmm. Satanists are just trolls. That's all they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're activism trolls. Uh, right. but, Spicy right. atheists is what I think I saw
1: <laughs> on a Facebook comment.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They are spicy atheists. They're like they're like the Lacroix of like actual Satanists. Now, um, but it's uh so Hail Satan is the documentary from TST and it's incredible. But in the documentary, it does talk about the Ten Commandments statue at in Arkansas and how it was um, destroyed and then rebuilt with funding from Pureflix. Well. Inhale Satan, I have a bunch of friends who are in it, uh, who are a part of the Atlanta chapter, which is where I'm originally from, um, and the chapter that I was a part of. And they went to the state What is a chapter, uh, state if
0: people don't know what so, that is? Just so quick.
2: a chapter is, um, so TST, although there's not individual churches, we don't do churches, a chapter is usually a, a statewide um, group of people that do protests um, or activism work inside of their state independently. Um, some of them are recognized from TST from the council as well, um, and some of them run independently. There have been people kicked out of the council and their chapters removed if they do things that are inappropriate. Like one of them threatened; they said that we should kill Donald Trump and release snakes into like government officials' buildings, like all kinds of stuff. It was a little extreme. Yeah. So. It's, it's a way to mandate and not, I wouldn't even say control, but definitely like make sure that nobody's speaking out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that's cool. what 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 the chapter is. And, and Atlanta chapter um, is the one that I was a part of and the one that I started with. But I have a lot of friends who are in the Hail Satan documentary. <laughs> um, and which is great. I actually saw the documentary when it first came out with them and it was a really cool experience. But then... But then there is a scene where they show a clip from God's Not Dead 2 when they talk about Pure Flix donating the money. And guess who we see in the clip? <laughs> we see Me. a couple of deliveries. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, um, yeah, I was I, I'm in H- Hail Satan.
1: Yeah, you are. <laughs> And God's Not Dead, you are, too. You are,
2: you are in God's Not Dead, and you are also in Hail Satan, which I feel like should go on your resume. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Because God's <laughs> Not Dead, too, I think I had on
0: my resume for a second. And yes, you did. <laughs> so now I just have to ha- uh, add Hail Satan. I'll just put them right next to each other just to show <laughs> my duality. <laughs> <laughs> duality of man. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, that was a – I don't I don't. I don't think we've ever talked about that on the podcast. No. So if you all did not know – yeah, uh, I was a featured extra is what they like to call it. Basically, just an extra Um <laughs> in the movie God's Not Dead 2. The second
2: one. I, I
0: don't even get the honor of the first one.
2: It's, I got the second
1: one. You're the sequel.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I mean... You can definitely say that you were in a movie with Melissa Joan Hart, though, technically. Which, I mean, is a cool claim to fame. Especially because she played a witch. Weird, right? Is that irony?
0: (laughs) I think it is irony. I think it's very strange. And then, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that was so funny. We had just kind of recently, I feel like, just been become friends around that time. Mm -hmm. And you were, like, re-watching it again. And you're like, wait a second. Pause. Is that?
1: Let's (laughs) just say we've all been on journeys, okay?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. The the funny part about how this all came up, and it was we had I had maybe known you guys for a couple of months. I'm talking maybe two, and yeah. I was showing Xander, my boyfriend, for the listeners who don't know. Uh, I was showing my boyfriend um, the Hail Satan documentary because he is a Christian and identifies as Christian. Was raised in a very strict in, strict Christian household, um, and when he found out I was in TST it was a conversation and that, and it came very early into our relationship because he had no idea what it was. And Mm. then afterwards he's like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I showed him hail Satan (laughs) and, and we saw like literally we were watching it and he paused and he was was like, wait a second. I was like, (laughs) what? And he rewinded. He was like, that's Brooke and Lauren. And I was like, Oh my God, we stood up and we're screaming at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because it was just funny because I, I, the whole movie I'm pointing out, I'm like, oh, that's my friend Eve. Oh, that's and So he like, gets to point oh, out his mama. friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah, it was just, it was hilarious. And and side note about the documentary as showing someone who is Christian and believes God and the Jesus story and everything. Um, after he watched the movie, he said to me, he said, if Jesus were around today, he would probably be shaking the hand of Lucian Greaves. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. And the reason being is I believe that Lucian actually represents the what Christianity is really about and not what it has transformed into. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that he's a Christian. I'm not saying anything like that, but okay. Jesus wasn't like, a
0: Christian either. It's fine.
2: Right, exactly. Of course he wasn't. He was a Jew. Um, he was a Jew. And he was also brown. Side yeah. note. Um <laughs> <Yeah>, I <it's laughs> just wanna
1: clear up everything around this for you guys. <laughs>
2: Blonde hair, blue eyed, little baby Jesus. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's a big deal hearing that from someone who, you know, is, is I wouldn't say is super serious about Christianity because he doesn't go to church or anything anymore. Um, but he still believes those things wholeheartedly. Right. Um, and so hearing him say something like that and really working on the bridge of our relationship and identifying what it is to be a member of TST Versus being a Christian and those values and what we actually believe and what we are doing, it, it was a very very difficult time for like a minute. Um, and then when you start to realize, like, oh no, like there's no devil worshipping in this. There's no right. sacrificing babies. There's no, you know.
0: Wait, so this bubble, isn't bubble, where you trouble. This isn't where you can sell your soul, get rich, or
2: join the Illuminati. <laughs> oh man. I get those follow requests all the time on Instagram. And let me tell you, nobody ever falls through. Unfortunately, I'm not a
1: yet. So. Still got to just I seek know. out a crossroads demon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like a lot of things. So long story short, when it comes to something like that, satanic cults never really existed. I mean, was there independent little people who thought that worshiping Satan would bring them wealth and prosperity? yes probably yeah but it was there's radicals everywhere
0: though like
2: right absolutely and it it wasn't yeah it wasn't satanists who were ruining people's lives it was the witch hunts that were ruining people's lives because you know just like the salem witch trials anything that was not explained or went against you know what they believed in they were like oh no this is witchcraft this is evil yeah and i'm like Y'all can't say that you bathe in the blood of Christ and not say that that's witchcraft. I'm just
0: (laughs) saying. I feel that. I know. Yeah.
2: And I, and I think the
0: last, the last tenant, the seventh one, um, Mm -hmm. that's, that really got me. It says, it happened now in front of me. It says, um, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought, the spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice, should always prevail over the written or spoken word. So that's basically saying like, so everything else that we've just previously said and mentioned and all the other tenets, like if at some point they don't align with like compassion and wisdom and justice, then like they get turned over or whatever it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just, it basically is like, hey, beyond our egos and beyond our pride and beyond this, like any kind of, um, group or organization, compassion mm-hmm. and love and care wins above all. And I was just like, wow, like, I love that. That's awesome.
2: But you, you know what's so comical to me about that? And, and I say that after you say something that's like so serious and like deep felt is the fact that Satanists believe that, right? Mm-hmm. When I was watching a, a news article about um, the erection of the monument the baphomet monument Mm. and someone who claimed to be a christian said that oh yeah you can go ahead and erect the uh, baphomet monument and then you can stand right next to it as we shoot you in the head
0: oh my gosh
2: so you 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 hear stuff like that and what tst believes in and yet christians are supposed to be the ones who are compassionate and loving and all this kind of stuff and yet they are so i say they let me say that very loosely. I, I yeah. do not believe that all Christians are like that by any means, um, I, and I also don't believe that new Christians, like our generation, are like that at all. Yeah. Um, but but that being said, you hear people who claim to be a Christian saying things like, "Well, yeah, then you deserve to die for your religious beliefs." Mm. Yeah. You know, it's you. You look at it, and it's it. Like I actually kind of get goosebumps, and I get emotional thinking about it because I'm like, how are people who identify as being a Satanist or in TST or anything like that, when we have compassionate, caring values that we actually uphold, when Christians who are perceived by the media or widespread being loving, compassionate, God fearing, all this kind of stuff are the ones who are saying, well, you deserve to die for your beliefs, right? You deserve to die for not conforming to what we believe in. For one, like, that's, It it just, it makes me emotional to think about. You know what I mean? Because like, who would want to identify as a Christian when you have those kind of people representing what Christianity is?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard for us, right? And so that's what we identify as Christians. And so that's like (laughs) most days. (laughs) And, (laughs) And yeah, that's like, it's very difficult. But I also think we have, we do have the agency to kind of, re-language things and re um like uh, not recycle repurpose reclaim reclaim that's the word Mm -hmm. reclaim terms and language and verbiage for you know truth and love and um compassion which is what we believe that jesus really was about um but Mm -hmm. it's hard when yeah there's so many examples and so many people still like walking this earth who are doing things in the name of christianity and in the name of jesus that are just so immoral and so wrong and so dehumanizing and yeah it's like it, it is a struggle and it for a little while i was like okay should i just like walk away from the whole thing the whole terms of christianity and
1: do you have to leave the, verbi- the sentimentality of yeah
0: it? and and i and i thought that for a little while but i i have I don't know. I've reclaimed and learned that I do have that agency, but it was like a mental hurdle an emotional hurdle, a spiritual hurdle for me for a while. And it's still something I'm figuring out. Um, I don't think I've like arrived, but it's, it's yeah, I don't, I think it's something that we definitely can struggle with and how for you, you are somebody, you said that you believe in God, you don't identify as Christian, but you believe in God. So, Technically, most of the people who are in TST are more atheists, so don't believe in God or supernatural beings. Um, Where do you feel like you fit in with TST?
2: Uh, So uh, that's such a complicated question because it's like I feel like most people – either join a church or join TST or some kind of organization because of the community that comes with it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if there wasn't a sense of community, everybody would just be into solitary practice. Right. Yep. Um, and for me, I don't agree with the community of the Christian church. Mm. Um, I believe in God, but I don't, I don't like his, his fan base. It's <laughs> shitty. And, <laughs> mm. um, his fan club is the worst in my opinion. And, I have faced a lot of judgment um, from Christians and from the Christian church uh, for things that I've done. I mean, shit, I'm living in sin technically right now because I just moved in with my boyfriend and we're not married. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, things like that. Um, I have tattoos and piercings and I color my hair and I've had premarital sex. Uh, I believe in birth control and I believe, you know, in pro-choice. Um and a lot of these things, even not just that, but the, the abuse that I have faced in the church as well, because there there have been so many times where I've tried to reach out to rejoin the Christian community and hopes of finding acceptance. And it has failed me so yeah. many times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I when I was a kid, I, I told you this story before, but I'm pretty open about it um, to explain my background. You know, my my brothers, I have three brothers and Two of them, we all have different dads. And then one brother is from my dad with a different mom. Um, And when we were in church as a kid, our pastor made my mom stand up and apologize to the church for having three kids out of wedlock to three different fathers. Mm. Wow! Um, Not just that, but there have been many, many times where we have faced abuse and threats. And how horrible is it when you do something that's so common? I'm not even talking about... a a sin like raping or murdering or anything like that, but doing something so common that goes against Christianity and then being told that you're going to hell and that you're going to burn in hell for the rest of your life or rest of eternity. Yeah. You know, it's, it pushes you so far away from what your heart feels like it needs to go towards, you know? And I think over the past year of really discovering and being involved with TST and reaching out and trying to be a part of churches and being pushed away, it has actually brought me closer to God. Mm -hmm. Um, because I realize what God is and what God isn't. Right. And God is not these hypocritical Christian judgmental people. It's not that God is not that. Right. Um, and I, I know that deep within my heart. Um, and I feel like, the TST has embraced me, um, because I embrace not only the tenants, but what they stand for. Um, I will always put physical scientific proof before my belief in God, Mm. before spirituality, before anything like that. Um, I will always give anything that's in front of me the benefit of the doubt. I will fight for racial and religious injustice. Um, you know, women's rights, Body rights, uh, marital rights, gay rights, LGBTQ—those are the things that I constantly fight for yeah. because those are human rights. We are human people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know the the fact that if I have those beliefs, I can't be involved in a Christian church. Yeah. Typically, I mean, there there are exceptions, of course. There's always exceptions, but yeah. for the most part, I haven't been able to find that, and it's disheartening. But I have found solace with a group of misfit this wayward home for atheist people. Like I have found solace in this group of people who accept me for believing in God and know that I'm a good person no matter what my beliefs are. And that's what I believe in people as well. It doesn't matter what you believe in as long as you are good. Yeah. Mm. And you know,
0: it's it's so interesting because like everything that you just said, like that's also what I that's what I was looking for. And that's what I, I think a lot of our listeners are, are looking for too. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I think I, I am happy that the satanic temple exists for people like to get involved and to feel that sense of community and justice and activism. And um, I think, honestly, I think it's beautiful. I, you know, that's that a lot of those things that you said is uh what, you know, Grace Point, the church that we go to, like it aligns with, but I don't know of like any other church. <laughs> so it's very um not common. Right. It's right. It's very easy to try multiple churches and be burnt at every single one. Mm. Um
2: yeah. Well, and that's the thing us. too is like to, to touch on like the whole, like, Oh, TST does activism work and stuff like that. It's such like a, a broad terminology to mm-hmm. like give examples of what I did while I was with them we volunteered at animal shelters. We would socialize cats, walk dogs, give them baths, feed them. Um, Yeah, I know. A bunch of like goth kids, like hanging out with puppies. Um, (laughs) It kind (laughs) of makes sense. It does. We we did that. We did um, countless fundraisers for uh, women's, um, like uh, battered women's shelters. There was a uh, organization that we worked with um, called Lost and Found, which was a LGBTQ Mm -hmm. homeless center. Um, They also had a thrift store and we did, it was a really cool event where we had bands and we did like a ritual performance, which ritual is not like sacrificing babies. It's Mm -hmm. like theatrical. Um, We did that and we did fundraisers and donations and we got, I'll have to send you guys the pictures. It's ridiculous. So much donations and we raised, I think like $10,000 or something. And it went towards this homeless youth program. Yeah. And they have a thrift store where they sell things and th- that money goes back into the program as well. And we spent all day filtering through donations of clothing, women's products, like sanitary products, canned food. Um, I mean, literally everything that you can imagine. Yeah. And it goes back into our community. Um, right. And, you know, we've done that. We've done, I mean, they, they have an adopt uh, a highway campaign in New York city. Um, I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's not just, hey, we're going to go out with picket signs and, you know, like Westboro Baptist Church and say, fags go to hell. Like, that's not the activism we do. We do activism that makes a difference to our community um, and to everybody. It's not just, hey, we're going to pick and choose. Only Satanists can get this money. Like, right. you know, battered right. women's shelters have Muslims, Jews, uh, Christians, everyone there. And we want to make sure that these people are taken care of because they're also our community as well.
0: Right. I love that. And I was on... Um the, I guess the satanic temple like website and um, satanictemple.com. Yeah, that is what it is. Um, and, uh, I loved, I pulled the quote about, it was like under, um, if TST does not believe in, you know, the supernatural, then how is it a religion? So underneath that, um, Mm -hmm. one of the things it says is it provides a narrative structure by which we contextualize our lives and works. It also provides a body of symbolism and religious practice, a sense of identity, culture, community, and shared values. And I love that because that's, like I said, that is truly something that I was like, that's what I was looking for. And I think a lot of people are looking for, um, right. like I said, especially those who are listening to our podcast, I feel like a lot of them would relate. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm really happy that to have you kind of speak about your experience with TST and believing in god though too and kind of being able to speak on both of that um both i guess sides of that mm-hmm. um and knowing that like it's okay and people it's not like i don't know people are so scared to go like against rules like people look for rules and then they are they're scared to go against them and in a in a way not that you've really broken a rule but like y- you're kind of playing with both like the ethereal, the supernatural God, you believe in that, that is important. in it's like to your core, like you were saying, but then also you so are so supportive and you're so behind TST. And yeah, I, I just think that your expression is really, um, and your story is really needed. And I'm really mm-hmm. like happy that you were able to talk to us about it all.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's kind of interesting too, because like, you know, Xander said earlier today when I was talking to him, cause I was like spitting some facts at him and stuff and like running things across from him and everything. And yeah. and he knows my involvement and, and how passionate I am about um, both sides. I mean, like I said, I love God, um, yeah. but I also believe in human rights. And yeah. right. it was really funny because I was telling him about like some things I wanted to bring up to the podcast and bring up to you guys. And he was like, he told me that he felt like I was doing God's work more yeah. so than Christian people. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of times. Yeah. I would, I would agree with him there. Yeah.
1: Well, so, I mean, I, and on I top of that was pretty cute. on top of all of that, like, and and this is like just to speak to you as a person, y- you're mm-hmm. one of the most like volunteerinous, get out there and work and helpingest kind of people that
0: she's an enneagram two that Babel. we know.
1: <laughs> and,
2: I was gonna say it's because I'm a two, <laughs> right? Exactly,
1: and and it's so cool to know. Because growing up, you at least growing up in a church, you hear all the time, you're like, well, if somebody doesn't believe in God, where do they find their moral scope? Right. Like, how can they do anything good if they don't have the Holy Spirit in them leading them to that? And it is so cool to have a friend and just a person to be able to point to to say that outside of anything else, outside of any sort of like afterlife prize or or (laughs) you know whatever reward here any pats on the back here like you go out and you serve people and you help people and you see humanity as a gift and as something that needs to be supported and brought together in community whether that's through religion or through something like tst that's standing outside of religion and just providing people community and something to come around. And that, that is super cool.
2: Oh, thank you. You're (laughs) going to make me cry. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I just, I personally, I just feel like I don't, this may sound wrong, but I don't need God to tell me or to influence me not to harm someone or to kill someone. I don't have the urge or desire to hurt someone or kill someone. That is, That's just me as a human, like are people fucked up and they will do things like go out and kill and rape people. Yes. But that's not because of the lack of God in their lives. That's Mm. because things like upbringing, mental health abuse, like there's so many different factors that are not religious based in these factors and decisions. Just like there are so many people who claim to be Christian that will go out and kill people in the name of God or you Know a perfect example is like Catholics, you know, and how often the Catholic Church has like covered up um raping of children. I mean, in since 1947, I think there's been over 300 priests and a thousand children that were like 300 priests abused children, over a thousand children being abused in the Catholic Church that the church has hidden, yeah. and yet the Catholic Church wants to turn around and say TST is sinful,
1: yeah, like.
2: Yeah. It, it's it's not a thing that's based on morals with or without God as an influence. It's based on your behavior as a human being. I will never have the want to harm or to murder somebody, but that doesn't, it's not because I love God. Right. That's because I'm not a shit person. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly.
1: Because it's below your humanity.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't want, I don't have that, that impulse to, to do something like that. And I don't think most people do. And I think that that ties back to witch hunts and satanic panic and stuff like that is you fear what you don't understand, you know, and, and you're, you're willing to blame something that's supposedly evil um, when the evil is right underneath your nose the entire time. Right.
0: Which this conversation leads us perfectly into our next interview for next week (laughs) Um, is actually with our pastor, um, our lead pastor at our church. So it's going to be like a perfect, like, I guess, progression of this conversation yeah. might pick up some of these pieces and bring it up to him and see what he says, um, which would be kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, I would, uh, I'd actually really like to know what he thinks as a side note, this doesn't have to be included into the podcast or anything. But um, so before I moved here, I was actually going to be a teacher for an after school program called After School Satan. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was, s- you sent me that. Um, like Yeah. Yeah. And it, it talks about the good news clubs and, um, I don't, the second page is was the most important to me because it like gives an excerpt of the good news club curriculum and how it talks about if you sin, you're going to hell and you'll be without God forever in a terrible place. And the literature mentions sin over 5,000 times, obedience, a thousand times, punishment a thousand times, hell is in there 250 times. Um, and basically what we were trying to do is give children an alternate um learning source for an after school program that didn't involve them being told that they were going to hell for disobeying their parents essentially yeah. um and yeah my my only problem with it for me personally was <laughs> teaching for a group called after school satan is a little abrasive i get the point of the name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I get the point of the name, I get why they did it, but I'm also like, I don't know if I want to be affiliated with something that's that aggressive. Like, yeah, right. It does sound like a cult for children to join to worship the devil. Right. And I'm like, I don't know if I like that necessarily, even though I know it's not right. Um, but it like, I'd be curious to to know what he thinks about the uh, the Good News Clubs and stuff like that too, and yeah. what they're doing to our public schools for sure. I will
0: definitely cover yeah. that. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Well. Uh, we're. I think we've pretty much covered everything. Um, that I think we want to cover. Is there anything else that yeah. you you want to say?
2: Um, I, you know, I really just think that. Um, I think people should know that everything is not black and white. Yeah. Um, true. whether it be Christianity or Satanism in general, there's mm-hmm. a lot of gray. Yes. Um, and I think that people inherently are very good at heart, but they're just raised or they have the wrong. Uh, things instilled into them that are harmful to others. And I think it's about doing exactly what you guys are doing and deconstructing those things and rethinking and rebuilding what we think is right with the world, with religion and with ourselves. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's great. Guys, uh, you can find Lynn too on her uh, Instagram and I'll link all of her links down below. She's also, like I said, makeup artist. So if you're ever in Nashville or if you want to fly her out somewhere, <laughs> you, you can find her uh, online. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys. And until next time, bye. bye. If you liked this episode, please share, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening.
1: As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next time.